This is Cami, And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 33. You know, Madeline, I am actually pretty uncomfortable promoting the stuff that I'm doing. I don't think you're alone, Cammie. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. So the last time we were recording a podcast, Madeline, you and I were talking about promotion and women and how sometimes we feel uncomfortable talking about the things that we're doing and sharing those in social media or even, you know, just in social situations. And just on a lark, I threw up on my Facebook page this question. We asked, are you uncomfortable promoting yourself and what you're doing on social media? If so, why? And let me tell you, I was floored by the response to this. Not only did I just get, you know, dozens of comments, I also got a lot of private comments where people were confessing to me, like behind the scenes, what it was that they were afraid of when it came to um, doing that. So I'm going to just kind of read through a couple of the things that people said. And hey, if you're out in the audience there, when you're listening to this, raise your hand if you hear this and you're like, oh, yeah, that's me. That is definitely me because I heard myself in this so many times. Some people said, I'm getting over being camera shy. They don't like being on camera. Some say, I'm not worth it. Or I get nervous. I don't want to overshare. Or they have imposter syndrome. Or they don't want to sound braggy. Or they really didn't think that people care about what they had to say. They don't want to add to the noise. They have fear of rejection. They say, I'm not really doing much special. Some say, humility is to be prized. And I want to be you know, that person. I generally don't want to come across as arrogant or self-serving. It's detrimental to the the value that we actually provide. Um, One friend said that he just wrote a book and now he has to endlessly annoy everybody on Facebook about it. (laughs) I hate feeling markety and self-promotional. I sometimes get nervous about being that person, that guy. I just have a general aversion to it because it's so impersonal. It's hard for me just to put myself out there to the masses. I prefer one-on-one. Those who self-promote seem less genuine. One person smartly said, figure out how to get others to do the promoting for them about them instead of doing the promoting themselves. Very smart. That's smart. Yeah. Put my efforts elsewhere, promoting other people and the projects they're doing good work on. Another one said, I'm very cognizant of making sure I'm contributing to more than I'm, I'm contributing more than I'm asking. I personally prefer celebrating the team's work. I'm really uncomfortable with the hyperbole. Self-depreciation is my superpower. (laughs) That's one of mine too, by the way. I wonder why people would care about what I have to say. I really dislike 
due to their incessant and sometimes arrogant self-promotion. And I don't want to be like that. I don't feel like being my biggest fan. And I feel like social media is all about talking the talk and not walking the walk. I ran out of stuff to say. It happens. I like to do it on my own terms because otherwise I get labeled a social media guru. I get annoyed when people abuse social media to just promote, promote, promote without establishing a relationship with me and providing genuine value. Amen, whoever that was. How do I come across as noteworthy versus bragging? That was the question. I don't want to seem too commercial. How do I handle this? I have a visceral negative reaction to self-promotion that's too obvious. That is just a whole pile of reasons that people are really nervous about promoting the stuff that they're doing online. And we've all seen it. We've seen people who've overpromoted and who have, it looks awkward. It feels awkward. We do definitely do not want to be that person. I don't. One of my really great friends from way back is Laura Fitton. And she said this, I hear this so much, especially from women. I try to gently remind them that they're really promoting the good that they can do in the world, not themselves per se. So I think, you know, we have a lot to learn here. So why are we so uncomfortable with like promotion and, and like really just putting out there what we're doing? I mean, forget the word promotion even, but just putting out there in the world, the things that we're creating and for others. You know, it's, it's so interesting, Kimmy. So many people I talked to over the years say all of these things that you're talking about, that they're not comfortable promoting themselves, that they don't think anyone's going to care about their message. They don't like how they look on camera. It's just the whole laundry list, exactly mirroring everything you're saying here that you received from your community. So this is an ongoing issue. And it's interesting to see that, okay, if marketers are not comfortable marketing themselves, who's going to do it for them, right? So this makes for an interesting topic to discuss today. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think maybe we have the wrong idea about promotion. And I think maybe that's where it gets the bad rap because people that are told you have to go and promote yourself, they just start going out and trying to sell the thing or give the thing away. Or, you know, we've seen it a million times. I mean, certainly during the bad years of, instant spam on Twitter where people would, you know, follow you back immediately and then like send you a DM that said, you know, sorry, this is, you know, generated by a robot. A lot of that's been cut out now. But my question is, you know, are we having the wrong idea about promotion? And if so, how do we do it the right way? What is the key to doing this the right way? And I know that you recently have been actually meeting with a great, a great new community that you just popped up out of nowhere, as you do. <laughs> I'm good um, at that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good with these pop-up Instant communities. community, just yeah. add water. <laughs> yes. It's like those little things that grow into like little, um, you know, they, they start the in little sea pill monkeys, capsules. The sea monkeys, the sea monkeys. Oh yeah, those are, those are actually real things. Just add water, about, just add yeah. water, poof, instant community. <laughs> instant community. So I know that, you know, you've been talking about women and uh, women that are having a hard time with this live streaming thing because live streaming yes. is taking that to the next level and it's making us confront even more right. this whole situation. And you've put together a really cool mastermind online training kind of thing, really private community where you can work with these women. So could you tell us a little bit about that just so that we can kind of get an idea and then maybe we can go through and you and I came up with, I think six steps or so that we could have in order to 
start to come up with a promotional plan that is not going to be smarmy, as Kirsten would say, and also that is going to feel genuine to you and that will also add huge value to your community. So tell us a little bit about it. Well, so here's what's interesting, Cammie. For the last year, like the past 12 months, I have been running a live stream after both of my Twitter chats. So I have my two Twitter chats, Twitter Smarter on Thursday at one o'clock Eastern and Social ROI Tuesdays at five o'clock Eastern. And I did this experiment a year ago where I thought, how about after the chat, we go over to Facebook and do a Facebook live. We basically live stream me and the guest for about 20 minutes and continue the conversation over there. And it allows people to see us. So we go from a Twitter chat where we're just all typing away on our computers and our phone, answering questions, having a great discussion. Now they can see me, they can see the guests, and we're talking it out. And it's been very well received. But Cami, I cannot tell you how many times after the live stream where the guest was saying to me, Madeline, that was the first time I did a live stream. I had never done it before. And you made it so easy. You made it fun. I enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, this is cool. And here's, here's what's interesting, Cami. Not only did I hear that time and time again, it was always women. Every time it was a woman. And I thought to myself, okay, there's something going on here. First of all, a lot of people have problems with self-promotion. I get it. It's been a thing, right? But to see that there are so many women that have not embraced live video yet. And live video has been available for us for quite a while, right? Why are they not using it? Why are marketers not using this? So I decided to start a mastermind slash training program. I wanted the mastermind because I felt like we need a community. We need to have a place where we can go. Of course, and community. Have a, <laughs> communities, communities that convert, have a community where we, like, we could have a private Facebook group and we could practice making videos in there and just have a safe environment to hang out and talk, but also training because I want to share my knowledge with, and it's also video, video and live video, but we're really focusing on live video. Uh, But I want to do some how-to training videos, teaching them. Like like one of the questions was, how do you do a side-by-side interview? Like, how do you do that? So I'm making how-to videos on how to do that. So it has been so well received, Cami. I did not fully promote it. I just did word of mouth initially because I wanted to see would people be interested in a program like this. And just from word of mouth, I thought I'd get maybe eight people signing up, 10 tops. I got 32 people to sign up. So and it, it's a paid program, a very it's I a mean, paid program. phenomenally paid program. You started low. Very low, just for proof of concept, really, just to see would a group of women be interested in coming through this program. And here's what's funny, Cammie. I initially made it a two-week program because I wanted to just be like, we have daily assignments. We go through it quick. You're going to learn. And then in two weeks, you are ready to do this on your own out into the wild. Well, one weekend, we had our weekly group session. We do like a live group video session. And they all unanimously said, we need more than a week. Like, can we make this a three-week program? And I'm here to listen and make this an amazing program. And so I tell you, Cami, we're just about at the end of this three weeks and they are coming out of their shell. They are smiling. They're comfortable. When they were all first doing their videos, I mean, they were closed up. They were nervous. They were shy. 
They didn't know what to talk about and to see this progression, but I'm giving daily assignments. Like I'm coming up with things for them to do every day and to keep practicing making videos because. So some prompts, are you just giving them prompts every day? Like, you know, talk about X, Y, Z, or what are you doing? I'm actually giving like some very specific, like, okay, today I want you to, you know, do like, I'm, I'm giving very, very specific things. Like, but then I'm also talking about like one day will be, Hey, you need to stop holding that phone in in your hand. Your arm's getting tired. Go buy accessories that will help you go get a tripod, go get things that will help you do this properly. And then one may be like, Hey, today let's talk about lighting. Let's talk about different indoor lighting, outdoor lighting. Another session is, you know, find a spot where you want to do your videos regularly. Do you want to like be out walking your dog every time? Like, you know, are you going to do like a series? What do you want to put out there? And where are you going to do it? I like to make videos while I'm walking my dog. I will do a Facebook live or just a regular video and share it out of me sharing tips while I'm walking my dog. But then also I'm like, well, find different corners in your home and in your office and, you know, experiment. It's all about experimenting really and trying different things. And they love it. They love having, you know, being nudged, being nudged. And so I have it online. I use Thinkific to store all the videos. I'm also interviewing a bunch of my colleagues that specialize in video and live video. And uh, all this is on Thinkific. I also email them every day. And there's the private Facebook group. And there's so much interaction going on there. So I'm really seeing that by having a program like this is helping these women come out of their shell and start making videos. I'm so excited. No, I think it's awesome. And and it actually kind of brings us to our first step that we came up with, which is was really to create a safe environment to practice. So yep. this is kind of what you've done with this Facebook group. You've created this practice in a safe environment, or and I like to call them sandboxes. I have my own uh-huh. little sandboxes that I use. In fact, my uh, Facebook page, I call it Cammy's Sandbox because I often go there just to try things, you know, even if, you know, it makes me look like a fool. Like today I went in there and tested before social media breakfast, whether the sound was working and it wasn't. And people were like, we can't hear you. I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, just put up your thumb and like, I know. Thank you. <laughs> I think so it's I- so smart to have a sandbox because you want a place where you can practice. But also, Kimmy, what's interesting with Facebook, if you want to practice, you can actually set it so that it says just me. So no one else will see it. And I think that's just something that people don't realize. And I think that's another reason why so many people are nervous about doing the live video because they want to first practice and try it out. So when you're in Facebook, you can actually do a setting that says only me. So no one else will see it. And if you don't like it, you can delete it afterwards, right? You don't have to post it. Right. No. And you can always make it live afterwards too. So, I mean, it's really very cool that you can do that. You're right. I mean, it's, we, we can share with public. We can share with friends, friends of uh-huh. friends. We can share with one. Per- I can share with you, Madeline. Right. Only exactly. you can see it. So exactly. we do have a lot of like settings on Facebook that will help us, even if you don't have your own little private group. So the second thing that we talked about as far as promotion and that kind of thing, I mean, beyond video is really getting an accountability partner, somebody that you can bounce some of the ideas you have off of and that can really say to you, you know, that sounds a little bit too self-promotional or what if you did it this way or that way. I think that there's some really great opportunities there if you have an accountability partner to make sure you don't make a misstep where you do something that's going to really offend a lot of people 
unintentionally necessarily. Absolutely. When I was putting my program together, it was very important to me that I wanted everybody to have an accountability partner so that once they signed up and they got to know everybody, that they pick someone that could, because what I did is I actually had everybody come in, make a video about just like a one minute video, who you are, a little bit about yourself. You know, what are you looking to learn? What are you looking to get out of this program? And I had everybody go watch the, all the videos and then go pick an accountability partner. And having an accountability partner is a great way to keep you on track, to keep you going. And then you're watching what they're doing, which will inspire you. It's just a win-win all around. Definitely. And I mean, even this podcast, by the way, came out of an accountability partner situation. So, sure did. Um, you know, we know that the power of accountability. So it's really important to have that. So the third thing we had here was to get really clear about your message and what you want people to do. I think a lot of times people are very wishy-washy about things like, hey, you know, I'm out here and I met this person today and aren't I great? And people are like, yay for you. (laughs) (laughs) What not to do. (laughs) And I think people do that because they don't know what else to do. You know, it's like they know that this is a notable thing that's going on, but they don't know how to quite get that across. So, I mean, thinking about what you do, what is it that you really need people to do in order? So, for example, I'm just going to use us for an example, because we have talked about this a lot. We need to promote this podcast more. We need to make sure that we get it out there. But I hate just promote, 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 like, hi, listen to my podcast. Hey, listen to this podcast. Hey, hi, (laughs) here's a podcast for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, sorry, it's just hard for me. And, you know, one of the things, but I do believe that we're providing this huge amount of value. Like, like I'm like loving the content that's going together. And almost every episode I leave going, wow, like this episode that just came out of the other episode where we came up with this idea that, oh my gosh, it just bounces. But I would say that getting really clear about what we want, well, if if I really want to share the knowledge that's in our podcast, then what I really need to do is be talking about the knowledge in the podcast. So not like, hey, listen to our latest episode, but more like, hey, you know, this one insight, this is something I learned in this podcast episode that really made me think differently about things. You know, one of those things that that I really saw in that Facebook group post that ended up having all those comments is really somebody saying that they'd run out of stuff to say it happens. And what I realized is I had this aha moment when I read that, that said, if I'm always in conversation with my community, I'll never run out of things to say because I can always respond to what you say, you know? So it's not about me having to come up with all the knowledge and of the sages of the world. I have a, finite amount of knowledge, you know, but together we have an infinite amount of knowledge as a community because what you think, you know, is a catalyst for what I'm going to think and so on. And it's a virtuous circle that ends up really helping everybody. So as you're thinking about what you're trying to get people to do, instead of trying to think of what you're trying to get them to do for you, think about what you're trying to get them to do to help themselves. Absolutely. If you can solve somebody else's problem, you can do anything. And there, and as far as money and all of that other stuff, it will come if you're solving other people's problems, if you're helping other people to overcome their challenges. So I do feel like that step is so critical when it comes to promotion, because if you get really clear on that step, nobody is going to, you know, give you a hard time about promotion. Now, 
you may have somebody give you a hard time about it because it's the internet, you know, so internet. So there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you or doesn't like what you're doing. And that's fine. You just have to come from a place that's about how you're helping somebody else versus how, you know, you can get help by them. So I'm sorry, went on and on about three, but three is really important. I think. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is very important. And then number four, ask how you can help others rather than asking them to help you. And you can always add value first. Yeah. And so that's awesome. And then finally, uh, number five is to keep it short, clear and to the point, which I didn't do on three. Sorry. So keeping it short, clear, and to the point is really important because people want to get on with what they need to get done. And number six? Well, and and back to number five, though. So like, let's say you're going to make a little how-to video. You know, be really clear on what you're going to talk about. Don't ramble. You're going to lose people if you ramble. So keeping it short, you know, with video, we want to keep them short and to the point. People don't have time to sit and watch an hour-long video, but, you know, do something that's like, a quick little five minute or less how to kind of thing. So I think, you know, that's what we want to look at short, clear and to the point. And then, okay, now number six, we're ready. Practice daily because practice makes perfect. Yes, it does. And even if it's not perfect, it's okay. You know, so just practice because you will get a lot more comfortable after time. I've been doing the social media breakfast and we do it in a interview style. I've been doing this now for nine years coming up on 10. And believe me, at this point, interviewing somebody and doing a panel presentation is very easy for me. But when I first started, it wasn't it was hard. It was like I would, you know, obsess over every detail. But today I feel very, very comfortable because I've done it so many times at this point. And that's really what you have to do. Do it so many times that you start to understand kind of where you're going to have to go to make it work, whether it's video or or whatever. But also just how do you get that message across. So that message needs to be really about other people. And so that's awesome. So Madeline, you had some real, I had a really great interview. You were at social media marketing world and you talked to Kim Garst while you were there and she said something really beautiful. And I want you to kind of share that with us. And then we're going to go right into our call to action. Yeah. So I was at social media marketing world last week, which was amazing. And I had the opportunity to speak do a presentation about Twitter tools, which I just love talking about Twitter. I ran into Kim Garst and I'm a huge fan of hers. If you're not familiar with her, we'll have information in the show notes, kimgarst.com. She is a live streaming video expert, a cool little tidbit about her that I think is so amazing. When Periscope first came out, she was the very first person to come up with a course on how to use Periscope. Like, instantly when it came out. I thought that was so smart. And she launched it live on a Periscope and did like a five-figure launch in like one hour on Periscope. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah. So I sat down with her and I got her to do a quick little four or five minute video just for my mastermind community. One of the most amazing things she said, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing this, is she said, you have a light and you have a responsibility to spread that light. So meaning don't hold back. If you're nervous about doing video, practice making videos. You know, I'm like you, Kimmy. I've been speaking at events for so long that I can just get up and do it. But once upon a time, I was nervous. I had a hard time doing it. Practice really helps. So as Kim says, you know, don't hold back. We all have this light. We all have something to share with the world. 
and they need that. So get out there and just do it. As I like to say, just do it. Absolutely. And because of that, we always have a call to action in every episode. That's right. And our call to action this time is to write down one thing that people usually come to you for help about. Even if you think it's nothing like, you know, this is really no big deal. Everybody should know this. Then jot down your best advice for that question and come and share it with us in our private Facebook group. We really want you to share your light with us because you have something that even we can learn. So please, please take us up on this call to action. I absolutely. And if you're even inclined to do so, make a video in the Facebook group for us. So you can either jot it down and share it as a post or as a comment under uh, the posts we do for this episode, or make a little video We're we're going to watch, we're going to listen. We, yeah, you, have our, our, you have our undivided attention. Sorry. And you can me. join our Facebook group by going to our website, which is communitiesthatconvert.com. You can click on any episode, anyone. We have information on how to join the Facebook group in every single one of our posts. Go to the post and all you have to do is click on it. It will take you there, request access to the group, and you use the word action. We'll ask you what the, the secret, secret word, word is. The secret, the secret word. word. Well, you got you guys say you got you guys say it in your cool way, Cammy. What's the oh. se- what's Cammy? What's the secret word? Action. <laughs> I love it. Don't awesome. Thank all you right. all so much for listening. What a great episode! And uh, we'll see you again next week. And go out and be a light. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode, and we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar, that's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R, and also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.